You are listening to the SD Digital's Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 76. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Happy Friday and welcome back. How are you doing? Thank you for being here. I want to make a point of every week saying thank you for being here and asking for reviews on whatever platform you're listening to. I really, truly appreciate it. Um, okay, so today I'm going to talk about something a little bit interesting, something that I, I coach my clients on frequently, and it's something that I think a lot of us maybe spend a little bit too much time thinking about and not really seeing the big picture. (laughs) And that is about being human with clients and trying to figure out like what's the line of professionalism and all that good stuff. So again, this is just my opinion though, so you can do whatever you want, obviously. But this is what I think. This is what I, how I advise my clients. So before we do that, I'm going to first tell you about my 100K challenge. Hey, do you want to make 100K Do you want to make 100K in your business for 2022 or in just to pay yourself? Like you've made 100K as profit before taxes. Do you want to make 100K in your business? I want to help you totally for free. I have two different ways you can do it depending on which goal you have. The 100K make and the 100K pay. Both of those links are going to be in the show notes. Um, And you get a little formula that I've created. And then if you're not already in my Facebook group, you can join my Facebook group where I give out free coaching. Um, And sometimes I do like live coaching that's free to help you get that goal. Both formulas are very simple to follow. Um, The only thing that's hard about it is all the drama that your brain creates. So that's what the coaching is for because you guys can do it. I know you can do it. So if you want interested, link in the show notes. Okay, so what do I mean by be human with your clients? So I think this can mean a lot of things, and I'll go over each of the different areas I think it can contribute to your business, but I think the overall message is if you aren't human with your clients, they aren't human with you, and it can create a lack of trust, and it it may not have the authentic relationship and results that you're looking for. I know that's less loaded. So let me explain it. So, so a lot of times I've talked to different other estheticians who feel like they have to be perfect. They have to have perfect skin, perfect hair, be a certain size, certain body shape, which I really want to do a whole other podcast about that because that's something I hear a lot from my clients that if they only looked differently, then they would have more clients, which is 100% untrue. Um, they need to have a certain wardrobe. Everything needs to look and be a certain way. Their Instagram has to be a certain way in order for them to successfully get clients and have clients trust them and believe in them. And 
I'm not saying that you're wrong if you think this, because I think there are definitely some parts of that that's true or could be true. But I think if you really believe this, what it ends up doing is creating either an insecurity in you that you're always trying to be perfect and you're afraid that if they find out you're not perfect, then like your whole business is going to come crashing down. Or you do a really good job at portraying that perfect image and your clients, like, you're unrelatable. They, like, don't know what to do with you. Maybe other people who are also trying to have that perfect image, it may be, like, a good match. But even then, they may not – there's, like, a distrust there. I don't know. This is my opinion. But I feel like if someone has, like, a perfect persona – you may be initially attracted to them because you're like, how do they do that? And then if you spend more time with them, what ends up happening is you don't trust them because you realize they aren't perfect. And so you're like, if they aren't perfect, then what else are they lying about, right? Like, do you, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, if you look at influencers on social media and you're like, oh my gosh, they have the most perfect life, like whatever it is that they're influencing, like whatever, it could be anything in life. And then like you see something and you're like, wait a minute, they're not that's not true and you're like wait a minute what else have they told me that's not true right like the whole thing breaks down okay so I want to back up when I worked in a solo salon type business it wasn't called solo salon but it was something like that I would often see what I would describe as unprofessional behavior from a lot of the like stylists, esthetician nail artists that were in there and and what I mean by the unprofessional behavior I mean like being late with clients. Like there was a woman next to me that did hair and she did a really amazing job. Like I loved her work, but her clients were always there before her. Like not by like minutes, but by like 15, 20 minutes. Like the client would just be standing there outside the door waiting, texting her. And then she'd come running down the hall and be like, I'm so sorry. Like that's not professional. Right. Or like there was a nail person down the hall who just like gossiped about people all the time about her current clients to her clients. And it was just this crazy unprofessional toxic world. Right. So, um, and then like, you know, there's, I've seen estheticians that like show up like in their pajamas or like hairstylists and they just like, they look like they rolled out of bed. So like, again, like I'm not saying those things don't matter. I think whatever you want to, however you want to present yourself to clients, like some of my clients, I know like to wear scrubs. That's, that feels really good to them. Some clients I know like to wear like the white lab coat. Also amazing if that feels good to you. Um, for me, I like to, I would wear like slacks, sometimes jeans, if they were like fancy jeans and just a nice shirt and an apron that felt really good to me. Sometimes I wore heels. Sometimes I didn't. Um, but I really just wanted to be comfortable since I was going to be sitting and like physically working all day. And I really wanted to just feel comfortable and not like in clothes that I felt like I just wanted to get off as soon as possible when I got home. Um, but if you like that, like if you want to wear, you know, a skirt and stilettos, you know, or whatever, like a pantsuit, whatever it is, like I'm here for that. But I don't encourage you like wanting to wear that in a way that you're like push putting yourself down and like punishing yourself right does that make sense okay so the parents thing is definitely one thing right and like being there on time is another thing and like what you say about clients to other clients and things like that is another thing right so like I definitely think it's a level of professionalism but what happens is that we kind of get into this idea of level professionalism that's like so void of anything, anything fun, right? Like it's, you're so professional that you're not an actual human being with clients. And I don't mean like dumping on every client, everything about your personal life. 
like that can be a really draining experience for a client to come in and be like, oh my gosh, this woman is just like, this person is just like telling me everything about everything all the time. I don't mean that, but I do mean like your client, if you do acne is like, oh, I, you know, whatever, whatever. And I had dairy this past two weeks and I like really hate myself for it. I know I'm going to break out. I'm just so guilty. Like being a human being with them and being like, hey, this happens. Like it's not a problem. Like this is what we're going to do. I'm totally here with you for that. Like I'm not mad at you. Like it's fine. (laughs) Right. And like not expecting them to be perfect because you're not perfect either. And like, yeah, you know, I like I, I, dairy doesn't affect my skin, but like if it did, I'd be like, I eat dairy sometimes. It's fine. Like these things happen, right? Like it, it's not like, as long as you understand that dairy can cause ac- or acne, that's the most important part of this, right? It's like when the client, for me personally, like if a client really doesn't doubt, like doubts that dairy can cause their acne and they like won't give up their dairy. And then they're like, like essentially arguing with you about it every time that they see you, that's the problem. Not the problem with the client who occasionally eats dairy and knows that it breaks them out. If that makes sense. So it's kind of like this um, fear of like, if you aren't professional, then they won't want to see you. Like if your skin isn't perfect, like you, if you have a breakout, why would they want to see you? Because obviously you don't know what you're doing. But again, like, I don't know. If I hired a personal trainer, I love to do personal trainer analogies because it's not a world that I really ever want to be in. And like, I could see myself hiring a personal trainer one day like what would I want from a personal trainer and like of course I want a personal trainer who like takes care of their body and exercise clearly exercises obviously but like I don't know I would love to like not see like a completely perfect body because that's super intimidating for me like I don't feel I like this is very vulnerable for me to like work out in front of someone and like sweat if you know me you know I hate sweating and like talk about maybe like losing weight or like trimming up I'm sitting in front of this person who's like zero percent body fat like she doesn't understand what I'm ta- like talking about right like she doesn't know she's like she's never she's never been beyond a size zero her entire life she doesn't know what my goals are right so like I cannot relate to this person but if like she just like is in shape but like has a normal body and I guess normal body is like you know all relative but like not as skinny perfect you know as the society likes to say perfect body but you know what I mean like she's I can relate to her I can trust her like there's there's a level of like she's a human being that has figured this out so if she's a human being figures this out that means I can figure this out because I know I'm not perfect and I'm not going to do everything perfectly like if I if I went to hire a personal trainer and she was like listen you have to give up this and give this and if you don't I won't work with you and this and this and this and I expect this and like I've never you know I haven't had a french fry in in 10 years I'd be like "Mm, yeah no you're not for me (laughs) right like sure maybe I can cut back on whatever but like I'm not gonna like no that's not me right so like again like I really would want someone who's just like a human being who like doesn't like doesn't want doesn't portray a a facade of someone who has everything figured out because I can't relate to that. And so another way to look at this, if it's helpful for you is I've learned this as well. And I actually try to do this as well in this podcast when I talk to you as well as like when I talk to my coaching clients one-on-one and I share personal things about my life to them, to to relate to them, to be like, yeah, this is, this happens, like this happened to me and whatever, whatever is when I share things that are personal with clients, I always try to share things that are scars, not a wound or even a scab. So like if you imagine if you like 
you know, got injured pretty badly and you had a pretty deep cut on your leg, like that is still very fresh. And even if it just scabbed over, it's still very fresh, like not a time to be sharing. But like if it's a scar, you've had it for like years and it doesn't hurt you anymore and you look at it and it's like, oh yeah, that happened. But like there's no like, there's no emotional connection to that scar anymore. It's like, oh yeah, like it, you don't still feel the pain of that day of whenever you hurt yourself. That's, that's the stories that you share. So like I, um, some of my clients also know this as well. Like I had a difficult um, pregnancy and postpartum with my daughter. And I definitely want to share that. I will share that on this podcast. It's getting closer to a scar, but there's still some scab points of it. And I know it's kind of gross. I know, but it's important to like, I want to make sure that that, that has almost, if all not healed before I share it publicly, because if someone responds in a way that is you know, unloving, it may still hurt, but it won't, wouldn't hurt nearly as deeply as if it was a brand new, you know, wound that I'm just like gaping open and I'm so vulnerable and so sensitive about it where I have a lot more distance. I've had a lot more healing. I've worked through the different angles of it. I feel really confident about the story and like, I'm not trying to like justify things when I'm telling the story. It's just like, this is what happened and whatever, whatever. So same thing with you, like if you, like if you do acne, for instance, and you're, you know, you personally like cleared your own acne in your acne program and you feel really good about it. And you, of course you can talk about that with your clients, but like, if you're super insecure about your skin, maybe that's not something you would share, right? Like you could be like, yeah, we all struggle and I struggle still too, but like not a good idea to be like, yeah, I wake up every morning obsessing over my skin and how like if I don't have this clear skin, everyone's going to quit. Like, you know what I mean? So like that's just, this still a scab. So hopefully like that can kind of give you some guidelines of like, like that is, it's, it's okay to be not perfect with your client and still be professional at the same time. Lastly, I want to say this, and I, I definitely see this in the acne community. Maybe not, I don't know so much like the full esthetician community, but I think if you, the more human you are with your clients, the more you are like, listen, like I'm not perfect. This is like, you know, this is, this is what humans do, what they experience. Like it's okay. Um, the more that people will be magnetized to you. Right. So like, if they can relate to you, if there's some level of like they can relate to what you're saying and you can relate to what they're experiencing, that creates a magnet. I think it's when you try to prevent anyone thinking you don't know what you're doing, you like any like any doubt over any part of you or any part of you that's being a human, like you're so afraid someone's going to be like she doesn't know what she's talking about and she's not good at her job and like you really live in that that energy and then that's how you kind of present yourself like I'm perfect I know everything like do not question me then that translates to clients and it really pushes them away like I always find that client my esthetician and clients who get really upset when they get a lot of questions from clients it's usually because they believe they have to be perfect and that that client doesn't believe that they know what they're doing and they're questioning them too much but like if you were super secure and like you know what you're doing and you understand that like being starting an acne journey can be really full of anxiety for some people, especially some people who've been trying to figure out their acne for like 
half of their life. And so they're going to ask a question about every single thing because they are, they're, they're just so nervous about this. You're like, yeah, no worries. I can answer all your questions. It's like not a problem. But like, if you're like trying to be perfect and you feel like you need to show this perfect image and you know everything, and then someone's now asking you a question, you're like, wait a minute, they're questioning me. They don't believe in me. They think that I don't know what I'm talking about. Like you start to take it personally versus like you're a human being that like totally understands being nervous about trying something new. And it's totally fine to ask questions because you had the same questions yourself and you just, it's just like not a problem because you're not trying to be perfect. You're okay if you don't know the answer. You're like, yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. Let me ask so-and-so, esthetician, friend that I have, and I'll get back to you when I find out what's going on like, or what the answer is. Like that's a way better way of approaching it, showing your humanity, showing that like you're still learning. You'll always be learning versus like the image of like everything is perfect. I know everything. Like this is how everything always is like without any kind of fluidity or or flexibility in any way that's it for today i hope this was helpful i know this is something that a lot of estheticians have drama about in their mind but my esthetician clients who have taken my advice and started to be more human with their clients it's crazy how quickly their business booms so if you feel like that's kind of you're stuck in this like you don't want to post on social media because you don't want people judging you or that you want them to think that you're a certain way and if they see you without you know perfect makeup or perfect hair or whatever then they are gonna like not want to be a client of yours or they see a side of you that's silly or just like not super polished and they're just like that that's that's like the worst thing ever. That actually may be the best thing ever. That I make actually may make someone book with you that's been following you for a while because you're like, oh, this person's fun or this person's like me or this person also doesn't do this or like whatever, right? And it can really like draw someone into you versus like if you're so professional and so polished, it tends to push them out. Thanks so much for listening. I hope today was helpful. Be back next week, same time, same place. Have a great week. Talk to you then. Bye. Hey, if you want to work with me, I want to invite you to come coach with me in my Acne Specialist Mastermind program. It's a group program for newer acne specialists who really want to become confident in treating acne and in their business. Some of the things that we talk about is how to do consultations, client retention, marketing, how to have client boundaries, manage your time, business systems, and pricing. So if you're interested, you can go to the link in my show notes to sign up for the waitlist, and I can't wait to coach you. Have a fantastic week.